podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. about episode whatever it is 38 right uh george grows callum smith callum smith has won yeah by an absolute robbery yeah uh, and that's it see you later sure i just i just noticed there that look look callum mm. smith hit him while he was on the ground yeah probably rematch worthy should have been described and hit him right on the birthmark on the yeah. body shot yeah that ain't right kidney punch oh well Okay, so uh, Callum Smith has won the Ring Magazine, the WBO, hey. WBA Super. Sorry, correct me because you knew what I was about to say. <laughs> uh, was the WBC Diamond and, of course, the Muhammad Ali Trophy and becomes the winner of the WBSS Super Middleweight uh, Tournament. In with, the seventh round. In the seventh round with a, what you have to say, it was an absolutely fantastic finish. Yeah, it really, really was. He, he buzzed him, didn't he, initially? With the, it was the left hook, wasn't it? He yeah. buzzed him with initially... And then he moved Groves back to the ropes. A couple of shots up top, but it was the body shot. Mm. For a right hand downstairs to the body, and it just knocked the wind out of Groves. And uh, you saw Groves, he got kind of beat down, which is probably the worst way to get knocked down, mm. I imagine. I imagine. Um, and Gro- you saw Groves, after about eight, shook his head. Yes. Which And that was the body shot. And it was the body shot. Mm. At first, I thought he just, I thought perhaps he got hit with a temple shot. And he thought, I can't, you know, I'm not seeing right or whatever. But yeah. you see on the replays, it was the body shot and it just killed him. And uh, fair play to Smith. Fair Absolutely. Play to Smith. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm sure everyone knows my uh, <laughs> majority of our allegiances. But um, yeah, look, my, my doubts about it was Callum's not been with anyone at the level of George. Mm. He has been kind of strung along. And I've said before, I felt sorry for him. You know, the, the fact that he's had to wait this long, you know, had to move from the WBC route, which was, you know, he was by perfect, by rights was, was owed to him. Yeah. Um, and he had to almost start the trail again by going into this tournament, you know, and that that's hard work, you know, that's not necessarily hard work with the people that he fought on the, to get there, but mentally that's, that's a big thing to do. And, and, and a lot of pressure on, on, I was gonna say a young man's shoulders. He's not young. He's 28 years old, but, yeah. um, you know, a lot of pressure on on his shoulders going in, into this into this type of match. So, you know, all the credit in the world to him. I think um, it was it was a chess match. I think it's fair to say. Yeah, it was. Uh, I thought Kenneth Smith boxed very. I was going to say clever is probably not the right word, but very disciplined. Yeah. Um, it had a game plan. Obviously, what they wanted to do. I thought it might be. Uh, or was told by people who probably knew a little. You know, might be watched Smith or know Smith a bit better than I do. Um, but it would might have been a bit of a shootout, but it yeah. wasn't that at all, was it? No, it wasn't. No, it was it was very much a chess match, and I expected that. I expected it to be a chess match. Um, in the Boxing Monthly preview written by the editor Graham Houston, he said that uh, Cam Smith's always boxed at the level of his opponent, and that um, post this put tonight could possibly be the night that he steps up to the world class level and shows that he is a world class fighter. He picked Groves in the end, but he was exactly right about Smith. That Smith does tend to box at the level of his opponent. And tonight he was very disciplined. Um, I thought Groves was winning on points at the time. But 
just because I thought he was outworking Smith. Mm. But what Smith was doing was Smith was incredibly comfortable at the pace. He was very, very comfortable. What the the pace didn't suit Groves. It suited Smith. Was just if you if you were picking him to win the round, you were doing so on ring generalship because yeah. he was just walking him down and controlling the pace and making George work at a pace he wasn't comfortable at. But George was working, and that was why I thought George was winning the rounds. But Callum Smith pressured him really and landed the, the more flashy, the more, not flashy, the more telling shots, the yeah. shots that showed more of an effect. Those who's and ours, yeah, the majority he, for him. Yeah, and Groves, going into it, I looked at it, Groves was the puncher in the fight. Mm. Um, and he probably, they, in terms of power, they're probably, you know, they're probably both, you know, similar level punchers, but Groves is just that little bit more fragile than Smith. Smith showed a good beard tonight, didn't he? Yeah, and I think, uh, you know, the one thing, the, the, not the one thing, but the, the thing I was worried about uh, with Smith was was that height and reach. Not not actually necessarily about the height because I thought George would be able to to combat that because although Callum Smith is very neat and tidy on the inside, especially for a big guy, yeah, um, George is unforgiving when it, when he gets those opportunities. And um, but the reach, I was I, I was wondering how they would or whether they would use that advantage to the extent that they actually did tonight. Yeah. You know, I thought it might be. I I didn't think that they would would be able to to do it as much and, and I think I think like I said George actually no there's no there's no excuses for it. I was going to say he doesn't he didn't look quite the same but that that was down to that was down to Smith that was yeah. down to Smith controlling that pace and and sometimes when when you're in a fight when you're not control it, when you're not controlling the pace it it can work both ways sometimes it can work for you yeah. because you're thinking do you know what all right, well, let's see, because I'm not sure what you're going to be able to do or what you are going to do. I'm not sure what your game plan is here. Yeah. So if this is going to be it, let's let's see how you move. We'll do it. I'll step the pace up in a minute and see if you come with me. Yeah. And that, that sometimes works quite well. Or if if it either keeps you unawares or you do ship a couple of shots relatively early, mm. it's so difficult to then get out of that rhythm. Mm. Uh, and particularly when you're in corners or against ropes, that type of stuff, it's, very dif- it's difficult to then, because you have to then change that pace to be able to move yourself around and, and that's what I don't think he was able to do. And yeah, I mean, it was it was it was kind of what I expected, but but not what I expected at the same time. Very impressed with the finish. We know that Cam Smith can finish. We've seen that before. Yes, yes. But it was whether can he get in a position to do that at this level? And and he's and he's done it. He's proved that he can. Yeah, it's good. It's good to see him finally now show his potential. Yeah, yeah, you know, because he 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 started. He blitzed Rocky Fielding in a round. He blitzed El Mahamedi in a round. It was like, rah, this geezer is going to be something. And then he kind of just plateaued, and he didn't. He just kind of plateaued. And just, but then that was none, not. It much wasn't of his, his own fault. fault no. Yeah, you know, he got messed about by Anthony Durrell trying mm. to get that world title fight. But even in the the Luke Blackledge fight, he he, he was pedestrian in that fight. He eventually got the knockout, and it was a disgusting knockout. Mm. Um, but he's just, I think. What Graham said in, in the magazine in Boxing Monthly is right. He has been boxing at the level of his opponents and just been doing enough to win. And he knew tonight was the night that he was in with a, a champion, uh, a proven champion, someone that was on form in the form of his life. Yeah. Um, and he he boxed to a he boxed to a plan. And I think what was the key was he imposed his size on Graham. Yeah. He's six foot three. By all rights, he should be a light heavyweight or a cruiserweight. Mm. Um, Groves has been there's one or two people have made a point that Groves has boxed, you know, not boxing people smaller than him in his last couple of fights, which I think is valid. Yeah. But at the same time, a lot of people were picking Eubank in the last fight. So mm. uh, I, I think some people are playing Monday morning quarterback with that one. But still, I think Smith's size was key. In that. I think um, 
one thing you said there about in terms of you know just doing enough to beat the opponents that he's at you know that that probably shows in terms of how much confidence he really does have in his own ability mm. and the fact that you know I know I only need to be at first gear for this so why why go big yeah. you know and that that's sometimes that can be seen as you know arrogance or maybe even sloppiness maybe but I don't think it is with Smith because he's not look he's not the most charismatic person in the world no. let's let's have it right um I don't think he's one of those that you know needs to go out and 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 do things for effect or anything like that because he's obviously clearly very comfortable in his own skin. Um, so that probably just like I said, probably just speaks very much to his to his own confidence and the fact that he's able to step up like this. Then, yeah. which which is great, you know, and um, yeah, and good luck to him and and, and he deserves he deserves everything that he'll now get. Yeah, he absolutely, really, really does. Yeah. You know, he's talking about he wants a um, homecoming in Liverpool. Hope yeah. he gets it. But what I'd like to, you know, he's 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 spent a lot of time treading water. Yeah, don't go back to it. Don't no yeah. no soft defenses. No messing about. Yeah, that's you've done it against in a in a. All right, great. It's a shame that it was in Jeddah and not in the UK. Yeah, it's, it's unfortunately. But I mean, look, our friend Scott's out there at the minute. He looks like he's going to have a very good night. I'm yeah. going to block him on WhatsApp almost <laughs> immediately. Um, but. Yeah, you know, come home, have, maybe have your homecoming, but let's not, let's not have two free fights of... I mean, I don't know what the mandatory situations will be, but um, you certainly won't get have a mandatory next. It'll be a voluntary no. next. So, yeah, you know, go on. Give, if you want a Liverpool big night, a homecoming is a big is a big night and a big fight. Go and do it. Yeah. Like I said, 28, 29 years old. Go and go and live the life of that champion. Now, Absolutely. You know? and, and, and unify yeah. Try to unify. You've got Gilberto Ramirez with the WBO title. That fight might be quite hard to make. Um, you've got Benavidez with the WBC title. You've got Uzdegui. I was trying to trying to pronounce his yeah, name earlier. The guy that knocked out Andre <laughs> Dorrell. Yeah. Um, he's got the IBF title. He's fighting tomorrow night. I'd like to see him try and unify. Let's try and you know, he's got the Ring Magazine title. Mm. That's not the title it was, but fair play. It's still a great title to hold. Um, Can you see? You know, because you know, in terms of names, yeah. It's not. It's not the best no. division. So, can you see, you know, domestically, you know, the Eubanks and the DeGales? Yeah, this, this, we're probably getting another shot. I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind either one of those. Mm. Cam Smith would look massive compared God, to yeah, Eubanks. Imagine that. He, he would look absolutely enormous. It's yeah. like a, you know, a cruiserweight taking on a middleweight. It's. I wouldn't like to see that fight. DeGale for me. I would. Because yeah. because you can say a lot about Eubank, but he won't be afraid. No. And he'll work twelve. He'll work three minutes of every and he round. won't be and he won't be going, you know, on a, on a on off the back foot or anything like that. No, he'll so. come. It'd be a, a cracking fight. Yeah. It'd probably be a six round fight, mm. but it'd be a cracking fight. I wouldn't be against it for Eubank's sake. I wouldn't like to see that. Yeah. I would rather see him say fight James DeGale. Um, I just think that's a better matchup. DeGale um, Smith though is pointless, isn't it? Because oh no, if Smith's doing that to George, then he yeah. wipes out DeGale in three rounds. Mm. I, I yeah, for me DeGale's. The, his next loss isn't far away. I'm not sure I go with free round, but I think I, I think it would be a. I, I think I think it would be easier. I mean, yeah. it might be it might go on longer. It might even go the distance, but I think it would be an easier fight yeah. for for Callum. So, but yeah, so like I said, let's see let's see what happens moving forward for Callum and and for George. Retire. What is there? Yeah. What's there for him? Hmm. What's there for him? A rematch with the Gale. He'd make a lot of money out of that. Um, that's it. Yeah. He could go for another world title. There is titles out there, like you said. It's not the sexiest division. You don't look at the fighters there and you think, oh, he's too. Like, Gilberto Ramirez is, is is like Callum Smith, massive at the weight. I wouldn't like that fight for George. Mm. But the other two, 
the other two, Benavidez and um, the other guy. Yeah. I'm not going to try and say his name again. Um, but yeah, one of those two. But does he need it? No, does I think I think like I said, I said I said yeah, last week, and I said um, you know in our discussions earlier, I said you know either way, I, I see him. I see him retiring, and I and I hope he does he does retire because I agree with you. I, I mean, what else is left out there to prove? You know, you're not going to go and fill eighty thousand at a stadium again. Yeah. You know, you 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 were very. I still claim to this day that he was very unlucky in the in the, in the first uh, Froch fight. Who knows what what would have happened? Um, you know, the second fight was a monumental event, which he got obviously clearly knocked out, but it was. You know, it defined. I don't care what anyone says. That's defined Carl Froch's career as much as it has George Groves. Absolutely. Um, and you know, had some struggles, showed huge amounts of, of of nuts to come back and keep keep going and keep going. Where people saying he just, just give it up. You know, what is the point? Especially after then, James Segal overtakes, get, wins a world championship. How times change, you know. And he went and won that. We were there that night when he won that world title. And like I said, he said in his post match interview of how. You know, how, what an emotional night that that was for him, and I think um, you know he said he misses his kids. It's been a turbulent year for him. He misses his kids, misses his wife. He's got two. He's got you know one very young child, and and also one that's not a huge amount older. You know, go and en- go and enjoy, go and enjoy life now. He's earned decent, very decent money, very good money. You know, so just go and just go and enjoy it. The one thing that does, you know, he said in the room that he said, look, I'm not retiring, but I'm going to have a very long rest, and we'll we'll yeah. see what happens. Um, my only concern that, that where he might not want to call it a day is, is is was the style of that finish. Yeah. Does he want that to be the lasting memory? Yeah. Of, of how he finishes in the last time he was in a boxing ring. And and as I stand here and as you know as we're talking about, it, I'm thinking to myself, well, do you know what? I wouldn't mind seeing him go out on a high. Yeah. You know, maybe have someone that suits him, that one suits him style. O two. Yeah. You know, and maybe go out on a win, go out on a stoppage. But it's got to mean. But it's got to be. It's got, got to, to mean, mean something, something, hasn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so that, so perhaps that's where the gale does come in. Yeah, because he'd probably he would win that fight. You'd pick him to beat the gale because the gale. I just think the gale's gone. Mm. I think he's shot fighter. Um, God, what if he doesn't though? <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, I don't know. Well, on the undercard, Chris Eubank. Yep. He. Uh, he got through JJ McDonough. JJ McDonough jacked it in, but afterwards the talk was of. The Gail Eubank. Yeah. So perhaps, perhaps I think I think that that's what it will be, and I think that was all. I think that's I personally think that that's probably already done. Uh, yeah. There, there or thereabouts. So um, yeah, I, I still I still see him retiring, and, and he he towards the end of that interview, then was finishing in in tears a little bit. Yeah, he he just really managed upset. just managed to finish it before before kind of uh, choking up down, a little yeah. bit, and and I think I, I think he knows. I think he knows that that's it now, and it's a shame for the career that he, oh, the career that he's had with all of its up and downs to finish in quite quite that fashion. Um, but then again, does it kind of sum up? Gross. Yeah, you know, yeah. he's he's tough and he's mentally strong, or whatever. But then he's also quite honest in when things things have you know he's yeah. been beaten and done by the by the better man and. And that's what he was very candid in his interview afterwards. You know, he said he got you know, hurt by a body shot, which he said was very embarrassing for me because I've, I've never been hurt by a body shot in all my life. You know, he doesn't have to say that. You no. know, so yeah, I hope I hope that's it now. But um, still, a fighter that I don't think gets the credit that uh, that he that he really does deserve overall. Grove, sorry. Yeah, I think I think I still think there's an element of. Uh, I think yeah, I think the Frotch fights. I think for a lot of people, the Frotch fights define him. Yeah, I think people see you know he got stopped twice. I agree with you. The first first one was a shambles. 
Um, very unlucky against Badu Jack. The opening round knockdown yeah. swung the fight for Jack. But look what Badu Jack has went Badu on Jack's to do. Badu Jack's a quality yeah. fighter. Yeah. He's a quality fighter. Remember when you saw Badu Jack in uh, Westfield when we went to go watch? Yeah, I'll uh, never forget it. I'll never forget it. Because, you know, Ashley Fierfane was there. Yeah. And I've met Ashley Fierfane before, and he's a Tottenham fan, and he's a not really nice bloke. And uh, just, just to tell the story, right, me, Cow and T went to go watch um, Walsh against... Uh, uh, Tank uh, Davis. Uh, Tank Davis, yeah. And we're in Westside just getting some food earlier. And, and we actually, as it happened, uh, T and I and, um, and and Flav had actually uh, sat down and done a, a, a Spurs podcast with Ashley Fearfane a couple of weeks before. And we saw Ashley Fearfane walking through the food court uh, and he was with Badu Jack. Uh, but Cal didn't realise that until we were walking up to Ashley Fearfane and went, oh shit, Badu Jack! And pointed <laughs> at him in his face. Uh and Barry Jack just laughed, <laughs> adjusted his hat and said, oh, hi, how you doing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was glorious. It was great because I'm massive. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Never let you forget that. No, no, no. I have no regrets for it at all. No <laughs> regrets. And do you know what? You probably got a bit of a kick out of that. Like, you know. Yeah. Oh, he, he always got a finger in the eye when you were pointing Yeah, because I did proper point. Like, shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, no, I was proper hyped. I, you know, a massive fan. But and, yeah, look, I mean, look what Barry Jack went on. and, and Absolutely. And, did, you know? and he, you know, he, he was a... He was a sniff away from winning the light heavyweight title not long ago, and mm. uh, no, I think I think Groves has got a lot to be proud of. To, you know, to to come back from the um, to come back from the the Froch defeats, um, to win a world title in a, in the stadium against Chudnov is a very good super middleweight. His only mm. loss at the time was a robber, a blatant robbery to Sturm. Yeah, very good super middleweight in Chudinov. Yeah, Jamie Cox shouldn't have been in the ring with Groves. But the Chris Eubank fight, Chris Eubank was the favorite, Bookie's favorite going into that fight, and it was a cracking fight. And at mm. the time. After the fight, I tweeted, that's a career-defining performance for George Groves. And I still believe that. I thought he was an exceptional performance that night. For the shoulder to go in the last round made it even more heroic. Yeah, It was a fantastic performance for, by Groves. And he sh- he can look back on his on his career uh, at two fights. At that and the James DeGale fight. Yeah. You know, in his, I think it was his eighth fight yeah. at the O2. 14,000 people were there. All booing him. All booing Imagine him. That. It was probably not all, it was a, but it was a good bit of a, bit of a mix. It wasn't his show. It was a Frank Warren show, which DeGale was signed to. He was the the outsider coming, and it in. has always been like that for George. He has always yeah. been the. I think he quite. I think he thrives on it. Let's have yeah. it right. But it has always been that way. And and I hope now. And like I said, you know, from a selfish point of view, but also for uh, for Kalsef, because he does he, he does seem very likable. Again, yes. not the most charismatic in the world, but he does seem very likable. We know your feelings on some of the Smith brothers, uh, <laughs> but you know, Callum seems very. You know, like I said, a, a, no. I hope this gives him. A, yeah, yeah, I hope it gives him a good, nice, a good boost in popularity. And, and what, what, sorry, yeah. What my point was going to be, but you know, look. And if Callum Smith really is the real deal, which you know potentially it looks like he, he could be, then you know if he goes on and does that, you think of the people, three people that, that George would have lost to in terms of Carl Froch, Badu Jack, and, and Callum Smith. If he goes on and continues to to perform like that against every opponent, that's not a bad resume at all, is it? Absolutely not. And I, I, I like like we were just saying. You know, I want to see Callum Smith do something big now. Yeah. I don't want him to tread water anymore. I want him to go on and it's like he's, you know, if he retires George Groves, okay, show you're worth it. Mm. Show that you're worth retiring such a good fighter in Groves and go on and try to unify, try and get another belt, try and get some big names under your belt. If it's DeGaulle or Eubank, fine. Yeah. But let's get some of those international guys as well. And for a guy his size, he can move up to light heavy as well, which is a cracking division yeah. as well. Maybe not yet. Maybe have a couple more fights at super middle, but eventually move up to light heavy and try and try and get a world title there because he's good enough. Yeah. yeah. I was impressed with him. I was impressed. And I, and I am. And I have said a lot about 
um, I've I've said a lot about Smith as as I mean since we've been doing this podcast it's probably you know was was the field in fight sort of time I think wasn't it roughly yeah it was, yeah a bit before but yeah and I've always said you know look Smith is someone I like a lot and I, I really mm. do think he could be could be very good but I can't tell you for sure because you know I the field in fight is was odd oh god maybe a field in and rematch. Smith rematch in Liverpool it's possible because for two belts if anyone should be uh, Smith's mandatory it should be fielding so that'd be a WBA regular and a WBO no no WBA super and WBA regular regular yeah which is the yeah, la- yeah, yeah, the last sorry, time yeah. that happened I can think of is Povetkin against Vlad Klitschko they did that you yeah. know you know and really that's what it should be that's that really both on the match do you know what I didn't even I hadn't even thought about it and it's in Smith, Liverpool Smith fielding Liverpool both on yeah. the match room for two belts fielding embarrassed the last time yeah but then if you're fielding, you're thinking, well, fucking, I just want it. Yeah. Do I really want to be going into this? I think fielding wants the DeGale fight, doesn't he? Yeah, I think I think I think for Smith, I want like I said, I, I want you I want him to go and do to do stuff yeah. now. But for but for him, yeah. not 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 to go and to prove that he's worthy of, of retiring George or, or to prove that it wasn't, you know, that George wasn't, you know, kind of finished or the shoulder was the thing. Because the shoulder had didn't look like it had any ill effects, did it? So No. no. Um so I think uh, you know, and, and like I said, he's not young. So go and you know, you got what two, three, three, four years really. He's twenty-eight, he's 20, he's nearly twenty-nine. Four, five years. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, go out and go and do it. Yeah, go and go and have it now. It's it's, yeah. it's a division that we've got such a rich rich history in. Mm. The British, we've got a great history in that division. Think of all the people we've had: Froch, Calzaghe, Nigel Ben, Chris Eubank. Yeah. You know, and now Groves, the Gale, Callum Smith now. You know, all these people that have... It's a young division, but we've got such a rich history in it. Go and add your name to it, son. Go, yeah. and, go, and, go and do something yeah. with it. Absolutely. Good luck to him. Good luck to him. Um, talk very quickly about Eubank. I mean, yeah. it was only because uh, JJ McDonald quit on his stool after the sixth round. <laughs> no, four, fourth round. It was sorry. after the third round. Um, and then said his shoulder had gone. Yeah. Uh, Eubank said in his interview, I'm not massively sure about that. Madonna came up and... Got a bit heated and yeah. then decided he did fancy a fight with a bad shoulder uh, yeah. and someone had to step in. Yeah, it was one of those uh, hold me back, hold me back kind of moments, wasn't it? Yeah. It was It was like, you don't want to fight. And then it was a little bit naive on you know, Gabriel Clark's part. It was just like, you've asked, you're asking Eubank a question. You know how he's going to answer it. Eubank's not going to hide, not going to yeah. hide from it. He said how he felt. Then they got really... Without being disrespectful to J.J. McDonough, really, who cares what J.J. McDonough has to say? Yeah. Do you care? Because no. I don't. I, I'm, I probably won't ever see him fight again unless yeah. it's on a four rounder somewhere. Who cares? Let's let's talk. Let's talk to Eubank. Let's talk about the Gale fight. Instead, we're wasting our time with this. I thought it was a bit pointless, to be honest. It was a bit ridiculous, but it was funny. It was quite funny. I love the, the fact that time. Eubank didn't miss a beat. Oh he no, he didn't. Did, he didn't even blink. blink. Didn't he? Yeah, <laughs> he didn't blink. It was like, oh, you want to fight now? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the geezer was massive though, William McDonald. He was a yeah. massive super. I thought it was a heavyweight. He mm. was big. Yeah, you know, he was a big bloke. But uh, so we've we've talked about Eubank, but like I said, I, I think the I think the the Gale thing is probably is probably done. I think that's probably what we'll see next. But. Um, one thing I did, I did think Eubank looked a little bigger, a bit bigger on, about the chest. Yeah, yeah it just looked you know, kind of pecs and on yeah. the shoulders, just looked a bit. But then perhaps with seven months, you know, and he he made a point seven months out and, and probably just on the same kind of training regime as he always is. But yeah. um, he did make a point. I watched uh, watched an interview with with him and Coogan uh, this morning, and um, he did talk about 
it's like that is a bit different because I'm not really a super middleweight. You know, I walk around at twelve stone and I fight at twelve stone. Whereas yeah. you know, someone like I don't know George or, or Smith, for example, yeah. would have come in at twelve stone, probably weighing over thirteen. You know, so it's you know, it is a bit different for him. But he's, he said, "I'll go where the fights are." You know, it's yeah. more about it's more about who like who we can get when and where will depend on what weight I, weight I fight at. So, like I said, that's what probably lends a little bit more evidence to the to Gale stuff. Yeah. Well, where would you rather see him box? At what weight? Uh, well, I'd rather him fight at, at middle... I'd rather him fight at middleweight because I think he can do more there. Right. I think at super middle... I mean, if you're walking around at 12 stone, I mean, it does make it very easy. He's I mean, constantly training, though. It's not like yeah. he's having a month out. After the growth site, he was back in the gym the next day. Yeah. I think you're going to walk around at that weight if you're constantly training. And he is constantly training. But that's him and it's, it's always been that way. So what I mean is his body is, his, his body will have found the natural, a natural yeah. level. You know, I, I wouldn't be, I don't think he'd be one of those guys that if he went to training every other day mm. as to whether he'd then start walking around at 12, 5, 12, 6 so much. I don't, I don't, he doesn't look that tight. No. Um, and, and, he, and once you and once you have been at a weight for a long time, yeah, particularly at a weight that is that is so close to your normal, yeah, it's different. It's, it's different when you're like I said, George Tony Bellew, you know, uh, with 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 a, a cruiserweight, and you know, someone like Nathan Cleverly, you know, was was one of those people that, you know, it was you couldn't tell from one training camp to the next which way the weight was going to settle, and yeah, um, you know, so I, I don't know. I think. Uh, you know, I, I hope I think there's better fights for him at super middleweight and far more interesting fights at super middleweight. But I think he'd probably be more effective at middleweight, and I think they probably know that. You know, senior wasn't there tonight. No, he wasn't. Do you remember he just thought they don't need me? Yeah, yeah, he was one of those. relatively late notice. Yeah, he did tweet. He did tweet after the fight, and he said, "Oh, we're hoping to make a super fight towards the end of the year." Yeah. So it must be DeGale. It yeah. must be about the weight. Um, I, he is a tiny super middleweight. Mm. He is tiny. I'm not going to argue with you and say he is a super middleweight. I would just say that he's been at super middleweight for for what eighteen months, two years now. Right since the yeah yeah he's been there for quite a while now. I would since he won the IBO. Yeah, since he won that, you know, that was a couple of years ago now. I'm not convinced he could actually make 160 pounds anymore. I don't think he mm. could make it anymore. I think he could. I, I think I he think could. he'd be dry. I think he's got he that, was dry. But he's got, making it. Before. But he's got that body shape. Like I said, I think he looked yeah. a bit bigger yeah. this this time. So I think maybe it's a question of. They're training in a way to try and make him bigger. I doubt. He, I doubt he was twelve stone in that in the ring tonight. Looking, look, just looking at him. Yeah. I doubt. I, I think he probably would have been a bit heavier. Yeah. Um. So maybe they are training in a fact of right. Let's let's give ourselves. Let's give us some padding to be able to yeah. work and to lose rather than to get down to a fight. I don't know. Who knows? But yeah. Um. If you c- compare the two divisions, at middleweight you've got Canelo, Triple G, Charlo, Danny Jacobs. Yeah. He's not beating any of them. But also, they're tough enough to negotiate on their own anyway. You throw the Eubanks in that. Well, this is his, his last. He's a free agent now after tonight. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know, it just makes it all very difficult. I think. Yeah. What will yeah. it be shown on Groves and? Uh, I think I think ITV are very much in the Eubank business. Well, I think they are, but they're not signed. That was his last fight tonight. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll mm. see. I don't know. BT maybe. Is that a paper? Is that a pay per view fight? What De Gale Eubank? Yeah, I mean it will be, but it in today's be. in today's market it is, isn't it? Well, they will, yeah, because that's the only way they'll they'll be able to get the money. It'll be De Gale's last payday before he goes yeah. off, and and it'll be you know you probably you know, Eubank's biggest fight of his career. Dare say I don't. I... Groves Groves is probably bigger. 
Uh, yeah, Groves is bigger. Yeah, I mean, but in terms of probably, oh, yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, <laughs> I was just saying, in terms of money to be made if it's done on a pay per view on BT rather than ITV. Yeah, I don't know, but um, yeah, I, I think I think it will be done as because BT need pay per views. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Frank needs something that isn't anti yard against a clock. <laughs> So, um, yeah, saying that though, I am going to get, I am going to Fury Wilder. Yes, I know. Anyway. Yes, I know. So when are the, when are the tickets on sale? Tickets go on sale next Wednesday. So you're going to jump straight on there? Yeah, Mrs. is okay with it. Bloody hell. The lucky man. Well, I'll take her with me, that's all right. Ah. Well, I'm out there anyway as it goes. So, Vips? Yeah. Uh, I don't really like hanging around with the common folk. So that is going to be VIP over there is proper money. Is it though? Oh yeah. What like? Actually, yeah. do you know what? it's not Vegas though. Vegas, you're doing ten bags. Yeah. If this is if this is a grand, yeah. I'll do a grand. Yeah. yeah. I mean, when else are you going to be a WBC Wilder heavyweight Fury. heavyweight title fight in LA when you when you're there anyway? Yeah. If it's if it's if I can get whatever I can get for a grand, I'll do it. That's that's the plan. We did actually get a question. Oh, yeah. Sorry, you did some questions. I did. We got one. Well, let's hurry up then because I'm fucking sick of this losing shit. <laughs> uh, one of the questions was early prediction for Wilder Fury as we're talking about it. Uh, Wilder, and I think. Um, I think. Uh, I think it could be relatively straightforward. Oh, and as much as I love Tyson Fury, as you well know, I think. Um, I just I think he's ready. I agree with you 100%. Mm. Uh, yeah, I really like Fury. Um, I really like Wilder, though. I love Wilder. Something about him. I love yeah. Him. But, yeah, I don't think he's ready. I don't think he's the same fighter. And two years ago, when we started this podcast, it was always a doubt. It was always a doubt to me whether Fury could come back and be the Is same it? You fighter. kept that quiet. What, two years ago? <laughs> Did I say? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I did. Yeah, I did. I kept saying he would. I kept saying no, he wouldn't you, come back. What I'm saying is, you've been saying for two years that, that he, was he never fights again. Yeah, I know. He said never fight again. I know. And I got that bit wrong. But this bit, I'm going to be right. He was not going to be the same fighter. He's just not. Um, yeah, I think Wilder's going to stop him. Yeah. Yeah. I think what yeah, I, yeah, I think Wilder would stop Josh. They'd be desperate to wave it off as well because as soon as it starts flying three, four, five against the ropes, yeah. catching the, the call. And off. he's just got a ridiculous wingspan. Wilder, he's just got ridiculously long arms, mm. and I think if he catches Fury and hurts him, he he's not going to let him off the hook. There are rumours ever there is a double, there is a two way rematch clause though. Is there? Mm. And I think uh, that's smart. Well, yeah, I think so. I think well, is it though? Because I don't know in terms of money. Hearn seems to think that if that's true, it's mental. You know, in terms of Wilder's thing, because of the amount of money that he'll actually earn when he what they're saying is what he could earn against Joshua. We. But yeah. everybody knows Joshua's going to fight White. Yeah. Everybody knows it. He's going to fight White. So he might as well fight yeah. what Fury in May. If he's going to fight White in April, which everybody knows he is, why not fight Fury again in May? I'm going to have to pick like a real new, like proper favourite now. Because if George retires, Crollo was there in the ring tonight. Looks sexy. He's, he's done. Uh, he's done though, isn't he really? He is done. So that's George gone, Crollo done. Eubank, I mean, I'm wearing Eubank's... Uh, sweatshirt yeah. right now we might tweet that out actually just to show you yeah. what I spent money on before the Groves fight yeah. why weirdly I have no idea why uh, but Eubank isn't isn't quite what I thought essentially he was going to be so I'm oh, fucked now who have I got pick someone for me that I can you know get 
really invested in. What about um, you want someone tweet uh, tweet a suggestion? Someone I can get properly invested again. Now it needs to be someone with flaws. Yeah. Uh, but who could win a world title? <laughs> I know. Go on, Lewis Ritson. Yeah. He's but everyone flawed. loves Lewis Ritson. Oh, so you want someone that's like an outsider? A little bit, yeah. Like I like Lewis outs- Ritson. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. And I and I'm gonna I'm gonna go. So to... it can't be a matchroom fighter then. Uh, no, I'm all right with matchroom fighters. But no. it's, it's just I mean, in terms of, it's not someone that everyone universally right. already loves. Right. Yeah. Right. Look, and I, and I do love Ritson, and I am going up to watch him fight. Is is something I I, I really really do want to do. Um, Swipe just tweet your... me some suggestions or even yeah, if it's yeah. someone up and coming that you think we might not you know that we yeah, don't yeah. talk about much or doesn't get as much fig give, give me a shout someone if I'm if I haven't spent enough time then that's what we'll that's what I'll do yeah yeah no I like it okay That'd be the, plan. the other question we got was top five pound for pound what, who was oh, your top what, five really? pound for pound yeah uh, Lomachenko number one I've actually oh, yeah. not here, isn't he? um, <laughs> uh, does that have to be in order no just okay. name five people Loma Canelo uh, Crawford, Garcia, and um, I feel like I'm forgetting a complete. Uh, Anthony Joshua. That that's fucking disgusting. You was I was right with you until you said Anthony Joshua. Well, U- but Usyk? what can you? Oh, sorry. Fuck yeah, Usyk. Sorry, yeah, yeah. So well, I, just, I was in the middle of saying I feel like I'm forgetting someone very yeah. obvious. <laughs> I nearly went, yeah. nearly mouthed Usyk. Yeah. Usyk. I think, uh, yeah. but Joshua would be Joshua would be in the top six then. Put it that oh, way. God. Yeah, but he ha- but he has to be. Why? Because, because he's he, ma- no. You, you can only do what is what is given to you, and I, and Wilder is the is the glaring omission right now. Right. I, I accept that. Right. But Fury, if Fury hadn't uh, retired, then then he would have fought Fury by now. And I do, I do believe that because the money would have been too silly not to. No, no, like that's ridiculous. I'm sorry. Oh, there are probably others, but I, I think that he's all right. Yeah, all right, maybe five or six. Top ten then. Get my phone out now. Top ten? Uh, no, no. I'm I'm weird about. I don't rank heavyweights in pound for pound. I think oh. when when you're massive compared to your opponent, how can I rank you pound for pound? Pound for pound's about if we're all the same size, who's the best boxer? Yeah, but yeah, but who's the best boxer? Joshua's not. If you put him and Lomachenko, Lomachenko wash him if they were the same size. No, that's true. Yeah, I mean, I'm just thinking. I was thinking. I like to try, but sometimes I think with pound for pound, you've got to look at you know of what they've done, where they are in that division. Hmm. And and where the division be would be without them sometimes, yeah. and yeah, all right, you're probably right. Yeah, I'm tired. Would, it's yeah, I've I've lost. Yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> My mine's pretty much the same as yours. Go Crawford, on, then. Crawford, Canelo, Lomachenko, Usyk, Golovkin. But I'd, I'd maybe move Garcia above Golovkin. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, it's tight between. I, I love them both. I mean, yeah. Mikey Garcia actually is. He's one of my favourites as well. Yeah. But... yeah, but you need a new guy. Yeah, anyway. tweet me, tweet me some suggestions. Um. Fantasy League, uh, Fantasy League. Why am I calling it that now? I know you were busting my chops. Oh, well, let's fucking hurry up! I've had enough. Who, who right, the champion. <laughs> At, and on zero max. Congratulations, champ. We sent him the medal. He sent us a message. He's very pleased with it. Oh, good. He's gonna wear it out to. Has he sent in a picture or whatever? No, I said to him, send in a picture. Yeah, tweet, tweet, max, come tweet on. us a picture or email, email us. What have we got an email address? Yeah, we do. Below the belt podcast at outlook dot com. Do we? Yeah. Fly me. Okay. Look at that. Uh, yeah, so yeah, send us a picture so that we can uh, we'll, we'll put it up on the wall of fame. I'm looking at we're in uh, parts unknown now, looking at uh, Cow's wall with pictures of him with Haroon <laughs> like Khan, George, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> George Groves at the top there, Jim Ross just underneath. Who else we got? 
the NWO, <laughs> Kevin Nash and Scott Hall, oh, uh, Bret Hart, Chris Jericho, Shawn Michaels, yeah, Talib Kweli, um, Adrian Broner. Adrian Broner, yeah. yeah. It's all nice. Vegas. Ashley Field. So, yeah, tweet us a picture and we'll put you up on the wall next to I would absolutely do that over next to Haroon Sean Khan. Michaels. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> what do you think about HBO Boxing? And it's, they've yeah, decided it's a pity, to kind of isn't it? Bin it. They've decided yeah. to bin it off. And, and it is a pity because this isn't, this isn't a, an ITV deciding to walk away. No. This isn't a, I'm trying to think of American equivalent then, but, you know, this isn't a, I don't know. Yeah, it's a, not like Premier CBS. Sports or yeah, whatever, yeah, you know, this yeah. is, this is someone that has a, a rich history in the game that uh, only only six days away, days ago, Oscar De La Hoya was tweeting, HBO were going nowhere. Yeah. You know, and so it's obviously something that has not been on the cards or, or certainly not known externally, but it's not going to be on the cards and, and has come out of blue, I'm sure, for a lot of people. But, you know, it's, it's a pity. I get it. Yeah. I get it. There's so much competition over there now. Yeah. And... You know, if you're if you're ready, you're probably looking at that thinking, well, that's one of them gone. Mm. You know, and and it does show that what what people like DAZN and ESPN uh, Plus, yeah, what they want to what they want to do and the models that they want to provide boxing on mm. is is the future. I mean, I was just saying today actually, I was thinking, you know, I was looking at the type of subscriptions that I have. You know, Sky is pretty much gone now. You mm. know, because I have other ways. Uh, yeah. Watching it, should we say? Uh, but you know things the subscription you got netflix prime uh youtube premium ww network. network yeah <laughs> i am wearing my stone cold steve austin t-shirts <laughs> i only do it when i come around and see you um you know and you have your other things and pieces nfl network you know and, and if you're into your nba you know you can end up with you know it's going to be the future now so rather yeah. than spend 100 quid a month on sky what you'll probably end up doing is you know 10 quid a month on each sport that you yeah. enjoy watching you know and and if you're not willing to adopt that model I think that's that's you're probably going to be there, done and done. Yeah, you know? yeah. No, it's a real shame because they're like a stalwart in the business, mm. you know. And for as long as I've been following boxing, they've been the leaders. They've been the guys leading the way. And when I was when I first to start really really getting into boxing was Mayweather De La Hoya, which was two thousand seven, and it was the debut of twenty four seven. Who was supporting? Do you know, what? I wasn't even a Mayweather fan then. Oh really? I really wasn't. It was the Hatton fight that made me a Mayweather fan. <laughs> that sums you up brilliantly because he just beat the shit out of Hatton. Yeah. But I was, I t- my brother was a massive Hatton fan, massive, and I said he needs to leave Floyd alone. And I wasn't even a Mayweather fan, yeah. but he beat Hatton. I was like, nah, that guy's it, and uh, the rest is history. But that that what HBO did with twenty four seven, all these mm. shows now. Think about what was it behind the ropes and the face-off thing they do on BT and, yeah. and what's that thing with Johnny Nelson on Sky and yeah, um, yeah, yeah. all of that. That's all HBO inventions that all these other networks have copied. You mm. know, they've paved the way and for a long time, HBO did it better than anybody. Mm. They, you know, they had uh, Larry Merchant, Jim, you know. Um, Some fantastic videos oh been, uh, that surfaced today. Especially <laughs> of Jim strong-arming that drunk guy. Oh, uh, Larry Merchant. Larry Merchant, sorry, strong-arming yeah. that, that um that drunk guy that climbs into the ring. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's like, oh, he got robbed, he got robbed. <laughs> he gets so <laughs> upset, doesn't he? And then there's obviously the famous uh, video of Larry Merchant and Floyd Mayweather yeah. after the Ortiz fight. I was never a massive Merchant fan. I thought he used to single out fighters. Lennox Lewis, Roy Jones and Floyd Mayweather. Three my, my three all-time favourite fighters. I always thought he was quite harsh with those three in particular. But... Jim Lampley. Jim Lampley's such a good commentator. Mm. But I felt with HBO, for the, since they lost Mayweather, 
they stopped being objective. They started to pick sides a little bit. And I think the product suffered because of it and it kind of just went downhill after that. The product, for me, the product just suffered. They started to pick sides. The fight game, which is like Jim Lampley's show, mm. he would do his pound for pound and they'd all be HBO fighters. Yeah. And it was just like, mm, you you guys used to be the best and you've lost it. Do you think, I mean, the only, yeah, I mean, that's, you know, you just hope that the people involved, you know, jobs wise, you know, and, and people, those guys that are doing those jobs will, will find their way else, elsewhere, which hopefully yeah. they're with ESPN and the zone. I know yeah. they have their own kind of setup. And but, f- yeah, Fox have just done a deal with Al Heyman as well. Yeah, I'd love to see Jim Lampley land somewhere else. Yeah, because he's so good and he's so passionate. He's so passionate about boxing. He cries regularly. Mm. <laughs> There's the, the you know the Gatty Ward um, un- you know Unforgettable Nights documentary, and he yeah. starts crying during that. And I've watched that about twenty times just because he's so passionate. And you can't help but like someone that's so passionate about, and especially the sport. in a sport like boxing. You know, if that was yeah. happening in football or whatever, then you 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 know I'd be saying I'd be turning that off. But. Yeah. You know, in uh, because boxers give so much. Exactly, yeah, and, and it's such easy to to get yourself invested in personal stories, isn't it? So, so yeah, no, it was it was a shame, but um, yeah, I get it, I get Absolutely. it now in this in this modern era of of, uh, of, of models of how you, how you go through it. Yeah, the, the sport's changing, the world's changing. Yeah, you know, um, hopefully Sky Sports is next, and that dies its death. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> All right, well, let's not go too much into that. No, let's not go mad. But yeah. let's let's end it. Congratulations, uh, Callum Smith. Yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. George Groves and uh, what's next now? Jack Catterall against O'Hara Davies. Um, uh, yeah, well, let's have a very quick chat about that then. So that's something that you know O'Hara Davies has had his problems, and you know he's obviously he's had fights since since then. But uh, this is what you can't deny is that he is willing to go in in fights that people would other people would have said you know let's give it a year, yeah, let's give it two years or give it eighteen months you know with Josh Taylor and now with with Jack Catterall because that is a cracking fight. It really, really is because O'Hara Davies has fight changing power, doesn't mm. he? He hasn't had many fights with you know. Well, since... I think he does. Yeah, I, I thought he was awful against Josh Taylor. Yeah, I thought it was terrible. Josh Taylor has proved to be a world-class fighter he is absolutely that at least he didn't brag about it or anything though Taylor he's, he's kept his cards quite close <laughs> to his chest yeah he's a real classy winner wasn't he he's been real classy mm. um, yeah alright um, but you know, I, I like O'Hara Davies yeah. you know I, he doesn't have he does. He hasn't had the big support he doesn't have a football club or a massive city behind him he's just a guy trying to find a way in the sport and the way he has found is that like a bit of a twat He's not and the... he's been told. I mean, we talked about this at the time, I'm sure, yeah. but that is the way that he had been directed to be. Yeah, you know, to to an extent. Yeah, uh, I felt he got thrown under the bus horribly, personally. Yes, uh, I agree. By by Matchroom, um, and well, Matchroom and Sky, you would yeah. work together, but it's essentially Matchroom's decision, isn't it? But so, um, but yeah, he's he's this is this is a fight that he has to win, though. Yeah, because then. What's what is there for him? Yeah. Is there's nothing left for him really? Jack, you know, he 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 would he would have shown that he's found his level. You know, ten stone in a British level is a, is a good division. Yeah. You know, but if if he can't beat Jack Catter or at least go you know go to toe to toe with him and have a really close fight with him, if he gets washed again, which I actually suspect will happen. Yeah, yeah, I do. I I think Jack Catter will just be too good for him. I I don't. Re- I like O'Hara Davies. As a person, I feel you know I want him. I want him to win because I feel like he's the underdog yeah. in life, and as well as in maybe not so much in boxing, but and so I, I want him to do well. But I just don't think he's very good. Mm. You know, I think the Josh Taylor fight showed him to be 
one one dimensional pedestrian not particularly great anything. I'm willing I'm willing to I'm willing to let the Taylor fight go because I I I think Josh Taylor is top top class. Yeah. So I think he either might just not have been ready, it might have just been too soon for him. As as, as you know we very were possible. All saying. Very possible. Um and but Jack way... and whilst Jack Cattrall is very good yeah. and I enjoy watching Jack Cattrall, I think you're right. I think you know if he if he isn't beating Jack Cattrall then okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not convinced Jack Cattrall is a world class fighter. Uh, no, I'm not convinced, but I, I like I, him. Yeah, I think I like him. Um, I, I think I think Jack Cattrall is closer to Josh Taylor level than I think O'Hara Davis is. Right oh now. yeah, hundred yeah. percent. So, so what I'm saying is, is prove me wrong. Yeah. and deal with Jack Cattrall in a very positive and and emphatic manner, mm-hmm. and then okay, you maybe you're in the level in between. If that makes sense. You know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So. You think Catra will win? Mm, yeah. Stoppage. Yeah. yeah, I hope it's not a bad stoppage though, for the sake of Ohio. Uh, uh, I, I am. I still don't quite know. I'm still a bit um, because, like, it's like I say, I want. I, I, was it just the fact that it was Josh Taylor? And Josh Taylor is very good. And it was. It was. It was in his arena. Yeah. In Glasgow. Fuck it. I'm gonna go. I'll, I'll go. I'll go Ohara to stop him late. Really? Yeah. I think Catra's gonna stop him. But let's see. Hmm. We'll make that our first prediction league fight. Okay. Um, For the new season. And there's also, same weekend is Anue is back. Yes. WBSS season two. Is that next week? Yeah. Jesus Christ. All right, we'll save that. Let's let's talk about that next week. Um, can we... Do, so for prediction league, tell, tell your friends, get as many people involved as possible because it, it's getting bigger every year and it is... And it, it is. is. It is fun. And, uh, yeah, and the more people that do it every week, the yeah. better the prize is going to be. What do you think? I, I, I want to charge people. Mm. Yeah, but we stick the money in a pot and buy a fucking shit hot belt. Or yeah, and every <laughs> year someone get every year someone gets a belt with then like their name on it. And we oh, could get someone do doing that. I'd do that. Yeah, I would. Do Let that. us know what you think. Tweet, tweet us what you think. If you, if someone be willing, if everyone's willing down there to chuck in a fiver, yeah, you know, because if we get you know fifty people, yeah. Yeah, you, we could get. I think that's worth doing. We could get a we'll diamond take, title for take that. Take a little bit off the top. It's what agents yeah, 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 yeah. do. Yeah, admin. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. You know, that spreadsheet don't can... do itself, you know. Yeah, exactly. We had to buy our own bag of um, uh, Penn State pretzels tonight. So yeah, and right. and chips. Yeah. So maybe that's that's what we do. We'll and pay per view. And pay per view. That's true. Pay pay per view just to be able to tell you what you've already watched. Uh, right, we're gonna let you go because it's late and I am sick to death, and I can see this WhatsApp group is gonna have uh, certain yeah. matchroom employees uh, wanting to busting our chops. Yeah. So uh, thanks for listening. Thanks if you made it all the way to the end after that. Good good work. Well done. Uh, and we will uh, see you very soon. Peace. Sports Social Podcast Network.